Good day, everyone, and welcome to Different Stages Radio. I'm JJ, and guess what? After a two-week back-to-back Scrape Records 26th anniversary special double episode going through all the various bands and people that made appearances and did meet and greets at Scrape over the years, this is a brand new episode, so there is a lot to catch up on. During that time, I've done a couple interviews with some different artists that were pretty cool, and I'm going to be posting the videos of those on our differentstagesradio.com site. You can also find those interviews on the Different Stages Radio YouTube page. One I posted just uh, last week that was with um, DL from Bad Wolves. That was a pretty cool interview. Um, We originally did one that was a Zoom one, Something happened with the video, but um, somehow only 30 seconds took. I don't know what happened. Fortunately, I had audio going on, recording in the background. Was able to save that and tweak that. So you can find the audio version of that interview coming up later on in this episode. Or you can listen to it solo on the uh, Different Stages radio site and on our YouTube page. So yeah, so it's been a been a pretty busy time. It really, it, it truly has, because on the side too, I'm also I got these other work things happening that are pretty exciting that I'm getting close to sharing with you. Also, did a um, just did a pop up shop for Scrape last weekend at um at a in the Invisible Market. That was a good time. And then this coming weekend, November 18th, if you're in the lower mainland British Columbia area, I will be in New West as part of the Steel and Oak Analog Fair uh, on 10th Street. You can find information on the Different Stages Radio Facebook page. There's an event page on there that's linked through the Scrape Records Facebook. And you can find more information on that. But I'll be there this Saturday uh, on the 18th, if you're listening to this in the first few days of release of this episode, November 18th from 5 to 9. I will have a couple tables set up with tons of discs and vinyl and shirts and DVDs and so forth. They will have food and beverages there as well. There is no cost to get in there. Um, Quick recap of what was played. Started off with brand new um, Mick Mars. It's been out for a couple of weeks, but I haven't had a chance to, to get to it because as, as aforementioned, you know, with those scrape anniversary episodes, pushed some new stuff back a couple of weeks. So yeah, that new single, Loyal to the Lie, from uh, the upcoming album, The Other Side of Mars, coming out in February. Looking forward to that. Uh, Jacob Lynham on vocals from the band Lynham. You may also know him from playing with Steven Adler. Good, good dude, and yeah, strong song. Looking forward to that full album. Followed that up with some uh, Bonfire. They've recently done some re-recordings of some various albums. I played you uh, Ready for Reaction from the re-recorded um, Point Blank album, originally out in 89, just came out recently. And they've also done re-recordings of uh, their albums Don't Touch the Light and Fireworks. So look for some Bonfire. Um, after that new song, there's a brand, brand new single that, that is out, but I hadn't had a chance to play the first single. So I wanted to do the first one first. And that is, uh, the, another Frontiers Records mega project featuring Michael Sweet from Striper. You heard the track Rise Again from the album Return Me to Light. 
And then uh, the last track was just, I just wanted to track. So I played, uh, followed that up with another kind of project thing on um, Frontiers. I imagine there'll be a third one at some point. This was from the debut Black Swan album featuring Robin McCauley on vocals. You also got Jeff Pilson, Reb Beach, and Matt Starr in the band. You heard Unless We Change from Shake the World. Yeah, 2020 release there. So I want to remind you that there's going to be... Um, well, I told you about the Bad Wolves interview coming later on in the show. Um, there's also going to be more information about the contests that we have going on. Lots of contests, including Catatonia. You saw time to win Catatonia tickets with Ghost in Vancouver, November 25th at the Rickshaw Theatre. Also that same night, too bad these bands couldn't be on different nights, but it's just everybody's touring and you got different agents doing different things. Not everybody knows everybody's calendar. So sadly, these shows are on the same nights. But if you want to be daring, you might be able to catch a good chunk of both. So if you're in Vancouver on November 25th, again, I'm reminding you about Catatonia and Ghost. Ghost, G-O-S-T, not G-H-O-S-T, but Ghost, Ghost. And um, the same night, Meshuga in Flames and Whitechapel. That we also have tickets to give away to. We also have tickets coming um, that we'll be giving away before the year is done. So get on it. Go to differentstagesradio.com to find information on how you can win Steel Panther tickets both nights, December 29th and 30th. It's a Friday and Saturday. We got tons, well, a good chunk of tickets to give away to both nights. Get on it. Going to play some Panther later on in the show, and that will give you more info on how you can win some tickets. Also, Zach Sabbath coming to Vancouver, December 20th. We got tickets to give away to that too. So what are you waiting for? Win yourself some tickets already. I got stuff that I can give to you. So now I'm going to move on with all after this blabbing, getting into a tour that came out of nowhere that's going to be happening early in the year. Of course, I had to talk about it, being the big Queensryche fan that I am. The Origins Tour, Queensryche and Armored Saint, Queensryche doing the EP and the Warning album in its entirety. Here we go. Here's some Queensryche. Different Stages Radio.
scars will remain Judging yourself It's not the answer
Welcome back again to Different Stages Radio. I'm JJ, and hey, we did some old, we did some new there. We um, announced and talked about a bit about the uh, upcoming Origins Tour with uh, Queensryche and Armored Saint that's going to be happening in the spring, late winter spring, where Queensryche's doing their debut EP and The Warning in its entirety. And I imagine that Armored Saint will be going back into the bowels of their catalog and doing a wonderful selection of tracks as it's a, I think it's almost kind of a co-headline run that they're doing. So make sure you see that. Closest it's getting to the Vancouver area where I'm located is um, in Seattle over the Easter weekend. Easter Sunday, you can see Queensryche and Armored Saint in Seattle. After the Armored Saint track, I played you this band you may not have heard of called Final Strike. They have an album called Final Pieces coming out on November 24th. You heard the track Freedom. Followed that with some Eldritch who keep plugging away. They have a new album that's coming out this week, November 17th, Inner Void. You heard Elegy of Lust. And then last track you heard was DGM, another band still plugging away. Brand new album called Life. You heard Unravel the Sorrow. And I mentioned earlier about shows and so forth. I need to, and I want to plug some more about Catatonia, the whole run that they're doing now with Ghost, Ghost, G-O-S-T, on the bill with them. They'll be in Vancouver on November 25th at the Rickshaw Theatre, but also competition that day is um, with Meshuga in Flames and Whitechapel at the Doug Mitchell Sports Arena in Vancouver. And if you're looking to see parts of those shows, you could be daring and you could see maybe the, you could see the Whitechapel and Flames portion of the one show and then you could jet over to the rickshaw and see Catatonia if you're so wanting to. So I'm going to do um, this next set. I'm going to do a double shot. Well, not quite a double shot. Well, a double shot of two bands that are playing two separate shows that we're also giving away tickets to. So there you go. Does that make sense? So anyways, here we go. Here's some Catatonia on Different Stages Radio.
Yeah. 
Hello, it's me again. It's JJ. This is Different Stages Radio, and you just heard some Machine Head slaughter the martyr from their most recent album of Kingdom and Crown. Played you some Machine Head because they're coming with the band that was played before that, Fear Factory. They're going to be on tour, and they're coming to Vancouver in January. You heard God Eater from um, Fear Factory from the reindustrialized reissue re-recording thing. So those two bands will be together in Vancouver at the Commodore Ballroom uh, January 22nd. And if you go to differentstagesradio.com and check out the contests and giveaways page, you can win yourself some tickets to that show. Just in the same way you can win, there's still time to win tickets to the two bands that were played before that. Ghost, Ghost, G-O-S-T. You heard uh, Walking the Streets. And uh, they're going to be in town with Catatonia. Catatonia, you heard some impermanence from Sky Void of Stars. You can also, we can also just buy tickets to see Catatonia, but you can also win tickets if you go to differentstagesradio.com. Check out the contests and giveaways page, and you can win tickets to see Catatonia. Yes, you can. And there's also tons of other tickets. Like I mentioned before, we're giving away tickets to Zach Sabbath in December, as well as both nights for Steel Panther. And listen later in the show because there will be some Panther rolling your way. But for now, I'd like to get to the um, interview I did a couple of weeks ago with DL from Bad Wolves. Frank, you might you might also remember him from the Acacia stream back in the day. Did an interview with him. Um, and here's the audio portion for you. And uh, hope you dig it. I'm going to follow it up with a couple, um, at least a one Bad Wolves track. And then I'm also going to spin you some... Eva Under Fire, who I also did a recent interview with, which I'll play you that next week. But both of those bands, Eva Under Fire and Bad Wolves, are currently on tour with Bush. And they will be hitting Vancouver on December 5th at the Orpheum Theatre. That is Eva Under Fire, Bad Wolves, and Bush. But for now... Here's the Bad Wolves interview that I did. Hope you enjoy it. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Different Stages Radio. I'm your host, JJ, and I'm pretty excited to welcome to the Different Stages Radio studios for the very first time. Lead vocalist, guitar player for the band Bad Wolves, Daniel D.L. Laskovich. Did I say that correctly? How are you, sir? Greetings. Laskowitz, Laskovich, Laskovich, yeah, they're all all good. I want to do it good, though. I don't want to butcher your name. Is that why you choose the D.L. just to keep it simple? Yeah, uh, uh, DL kind of got coined on uh, on tour because there's always so many Daniels on tour. So when somebody yells Daniel across the room, it's like 20 guys turn their heads. So like Bob, Mike, Dave, pretty exciting stuff going on. Again, I'm recording this just so listeners know we're doing this on October 24th. You got the new record, Die About It, coming out on November 3rd. This is going to air around that time. Pretty exciting times for you. You got three singles in the bag right now. A lot of excitement around the record. Your first kind of second full album with the band, should we say, or third? How would you like to kind of, because you were involved with Nation to a, to an extent, correct? Yeah, v- very little. Um, okay. I guess I guess it really depends on who you ask and, and how you look at it. But for me personally, this feels like my first album with the band. To be honest with you, um, even though you know I, I work, uh, I was on Dear Monsters, uh, but it was just such a weird time uh, joining the band at that time and kind of hitting the ground running. And um, the band already being so far into the process of production on Dear Monsters, 
Um, so yeah, I hit the ground running on that one. They were they were like 50, 60% done with the album before we actually started collaborating on Dear Monsters. So, um, you know, once we got in the room, we started writing, we, we did the thing, but uh, this one just feels fresh and different. And um, like I had mentioned, it feels like the first album just because I was uh, involved in the creative process from the beginning, from the ground up. I was able to be a producer on this album with John and Josh. And, um, you know, it's my lyrics, it's my themes, uh, my ideas. And um, yeah, it, it, this album feels a lot more personal. It, it's, um, uh, I definitely am more invested in this album and it feels like my band now. And um, yeah, just especially with the material and, and the direction that we've kind of gone, uh, gone um, in terms of like growth and everything. Yeah, it, it, it feels like a total reset again. It's like cool. every time we put an album out, it feels like a reset. So lyrically and musically, you're involved in both ends or one more than the other? Yeah, I, I'm both in the same pretty much. Um, you know, this band um, in particular, you know, the, it depends on what song, but there's so many filters that a song goes through. And uh, this was, you know, there was no difference on this album. Uh, whether they start a, a song, the, the guys in the band, um, Doc and John start a song and it goes through my desk over here. And uh, it, it really, um, no matter what happens on, on their end, uh, it still kind of comes through my filter over here uh, through my studio. And whether it's lyrically or um, me grabbing my guitar and uh, jotting something down or working on a drum beat or something. So that's that's kind of what I, what I mean in terms of uh, being involved from the ground up, uh, there was there's been parts on the new album that I actually played guitar on. Um, yeah, it, it, I I was just um, much more so involved in the production of this album. Awesome, and you got a pretty big uh, fall tour coming up. Some cool. Um, we got some separate headlining dates, but then also the the slot with Bush. And I'm in Vancouver, British Columbia, if you're not familiar where that is. I'm sure you've heard of Vancouver, but that's where I am. And I think this might be Bad Wolves. If I'm wrong, please correct me. Have Bad Wolves played in Vancouver? I don't think so. Um, not that I can think of off the top of my head. Exactly. So you'll be in Vancouver December 5th at the Orpheum, which is a great venue if you have not been there. It's a wonderful theater. Yep. What can pan what can fans expect, um, look forward to when they come see Bad Wolves? Because people here have not seen you. Unless they've traveled, of course. Well, um, I think that you can expect a really energetic show. Uh, I hope the crowd brings their singing pipes because we have a lot of uh, big chorusy songs that we would love. Uh, there's nothing, you know, it, it, this is all still a few years into being in this band. This is all still very new to me. And there's still like so many exciting things that I experience every time that we play shows or go on the road. And uh, that's one of my favorite things is uh, when we play live, when the, when the crowd sings along with us and, and there's certain songs where the crowd is singing even louder than what we're playing. So that's, that's really cool. And um, yeah, uh, bring your, bring your, bring your pipe, sing along with us. That'd be great. Excellent. So, so back to the album though. So you, I was noticing there's multi formats coming out. If people haven't gotten on it, maybe they've missed out on some of the specialty colored vinyl. I saw there's three different vinyl pressings coming out as well as CD and cassette. You a big music collector yourself? Oh, man, I, I wish I, I wish I could say that I was invested in the, in the field of collecting like vinyl and all that, but I'm not, I'm not, uh, I, I, I can't even remember the last CD I bought. And, and 
don't get me wrong i'm a huge <laughs> proponent of of physical copies and and i love i'm an old school guy you know i i i still love that stuff but um spotify and apple music and deezer and all of these streaming platforms have just made it so easy right at your fingertips to to listen to what you like when you want to listen to it right away so but i do understand the the collector's mindset and i wish i could do that there's just no point in me starting that now oh come on come on amazing collection behind you so yeah yeah there's no way i'm ever going to catch up to I, I can assist i can assist because yeah man b back in the day i had a store this was my shop here if i'm you know doing some delicate pimping here um i used to sell the acacia strain records back at my shop in the day so cool yeah so much yeah so it's just it's it's cool to kind of bridge the gap and bring this all together now so it's it's kind of cool having you on cool man thanks so much yeah that's i i do love a good physical copy um especially for the fact that uh i think when somebody buys a physical copy of something they're much more appreciative of a they're much more appreciative of the album they just bought and b i think that they they're more apt to give it the respect of listening to it front to back and i think that that's super super important and uh something that we still um care very much about when we're putting together an album uh, we, we put a lot of thought into the arrangement of the songs and just just how it starts and the the peaks and valleys and flow of the uh the track listing and stuff so um you know although we've put out three singles like you mentioned and and that's cool it's it's nice to obviously you have to give a glimpse of of what's to come but i'm really excited for november 3rd for the album to come out because uh, I think that especially this album too, it's it's kind of paramount to listen to it front to back and to really like kind of zoom out and get the big picture of, of where we were going stylistically. To appreciate the full on flow and purpose of an album, which yeah is very much lost. And again, the thing too with physical product is that you can't you can't get a digital copy of something signed. So if somebody comes to you know hang around in the bus after show, it's like oh hey you want to sign my oh yeah. here's a tangible product. Well, that's a thing too now. Yeah, like. The the digital signatures <laughs> just like press a button and it's like the thing that you yeah know, weird times man totally weird times so I was, I was noticing um during this bush run you also have a few headlining dates kind of slid in as well i assume there'll be more of a proper headline tour probably come next year is that fair um yeah i, I think that's fair to say um we are we've been talking about it for a, a while but i think before we put together a full us run we've done some headlining we did a headlining like kind of like mini run this past summer which was really fun to do but i think before we kind of like go full in on doing um, a full us run we really want to like get a sick package together um whether that's uh, bands on our label uh, i know that that's what we're doing on these upcoming headlining shows uh we're going to be playing shows with um, our label mates Ava Under Fire, which they're an excellent, excellent band too. So uh, it's going to be really fun. But I think before we do our own full U.S. thing, which I'm sure will happen this year, uh, we really want to dial in the package and get bands that we um, think that a that we fit with and, and b that we just we love. So right. And I was noticing on the tour you're bringing along a touring guitarist as well. AJ is that his name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From issues. Um, I can't say too much about him because i don't really know okay really know him that well you know we've had dinner uh, i i enjoy his company he's sweetest guy ever and i enjoy the work that he's done uh as far as issues goes and everything and um yeah we're just we're really looking forward to having a dude on stage with us that um has 
chops like him. He's he's a he's a badass guitar player, and um, him and Doc play really well together. And he's got that right hand. I, it's something that's really necessary um, to play guitar in Bad Wolves. You have to have that really tight, uh, rhythmically balanced right hand. So he's got that. He's got that perfect. Yeah, yeah. And we're not going out there and. and uh, being like, oh, AJ's in the band and this and that, because we've done that. And, and uh, you know, sometimes it falls short or sometimes guys can't honor their commitments. And so right now we're just we're, we're just we're just dating us and AJ. We're just we're okay. on a date. OK, <laughs> the occasional dinner, but you're not taking him home after. That's right. Yeah, we're not we're not, we're not uh, introducing him to mom and dad just yet. But there's 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 time. But but we really like it. OK, we, we really like it. Noted. Noted. <laughs> So you kind of touched on it earlier. Now that it's your kind of you, you're saying your first full album with the band. So I assume now you, you feel much more comfortable. You feel that you're more stable. Is that fair? Yeah, that's that's fair to say. I, I think um, naturally because of the history and and um, everything that's gone on with the band since I've joined, there's always kind of been this like little this little glimmer of instability in the back of my head, especially too because this is just. Uh, even if even if I came into this band and it was a perfect situation, um, it would still be kind of weird for me because I was never a singer in a band. There's a lot of learning curves uh, throughout throughout the past couple of years. Um, so even then, it would be like kind of uh, an undertaking. But considering how crazy it's been, uh, the history with 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 the, the ex singer and and just. Uh, you know, anytime there's a big member change like that in a band, people, uh, some people are okay with it. Some people aren't. I mean, there's, there's both sides of it. And, and for us, it just got really just annoyingly ugly online and, uh, just really unnecessary. And so it's, it's been, there's been a lot of toxicity, uh, since I joined the band in terms of like online and social media and, um, you know fan base kind of being divided over who what singer they like and i know that that happens you know it's happened with bands like kill switch it's etc etc so um all i can do is put my best foot forward every day and uh give the fans and the band uh the best of me and other than that uh it, you kind of put it out there and uh they kind of either accept it or they don't and and um we've just that's kind of the mantra of this album as well you know die about it because of how um because of how noisy it got at certain points uh with member changes and stuff uh that was just kind of our way um you know everybody always says like uh, cry about it you know if, if somebody's being annoying or something and mm -hmm. just kind of our the next step of that of us of us just being like get the fuck over it kind of you know what i mean so that was that's pretty much the ethos of, of Die About It. Uh, that, that's tough. It's tough, man. Yeah. It's a, it's a cold world out there. <laughs> but, um, but it feels like a reboot in many ways. Like the way I'm seeing it, it seems that this is sort of a bit of a reboot, more of a focus, and it seems that there's a lot of drive there. And I think this is something that people can really get on board with. Yeah, you know, yeah. relationships do break up. It just, it's, a, it's a fact of life. But it seems that there's, there's some serious... Um, intent right now to to do good, and I can feel that. So yeah, yeah, absolutely, we we do too as a band, and um, I think us being able to talk about it um a little more openly now, that's really uh cathartic for us as well because 
you know, with with everything going on, there was there was also legalities, and and there's even a song that kind of touches on that um, NDA on the new record, and there was many times where things were being said about us by whatever party or or whatever um, you know fans or whatever that we couldn't even really um, we didn't even have the opportunity to defend ourselves verbally. You know what I mean? And and there there was times that we just uh, it, it's it was it was pretty pretty brutal, but like now it feels good to be able to just like talk openly, and that's that's our biggest thing, because um, I think because of how silent we've had to be, like we've just been kind of, I guess silenced um, just for the the simple fact of of legalities and stuff. But uh, it feels good to be able to talk openly about things now and just uh, bring some honesty back to the band, and I, I think that um, lets people relate to our situation a little bit, and you know. There's who's who's to say that like the band can't choose who they want to be in a band with. I I heard Doc say this uh, maybe a week or so ago to somebody, and it and it's so true. It's like, um, you know, I've been in situations too where where you're just you join a band and you get a new member or whatever. There's a member change, and uh, you kind of go through this honeymoon phase where it's like yeah you know at face value this this dude's works great in this band he he's technically working and uh and at some point you know there's there's friction or, or something there's there's something that doesn't work um because when you're in a band this is it's dude it's it's as close to a relationship as i can think of it's you're you're uh you're basically married to these guys you know you're you're in a metal tube for months weeks at a time and uh you have to get along and the environment has to be uh an environment that everybody can thrive in and if and if uh one individual isn't working or something then like why why is why is it so frowned upon by uh frowned upon publicly for the band to make the decision to take a step back or take a direction where it's going to benefit the band like why why i don't i still don't understand why people have so well they take it extremely personally take it so personally and uh <laughs> and I, I i do understand a little bit of that because you become invested in a band you become invested in the personalities in a band so i do get that part of it but i think if you're a true battles fan and you want to see the band continue and grow and uh still put out music then I think being a true fan, you would want the band to do what's best for the band. And that's what we always try and do. So seems like a simple request. Yeah, it's not that hard. No. <laughs> and it's not personal and it's not like we're not vindictive and we're not like sh trying to be shitty. It's just sometimes, sometimes, uh, you know, couples break up. Sometimes people don't get along. Some nope. people have different, you know, it's. It's like no no harm, no foul. There, we don't have any hard feelings towards anybody. We really don't. No, no. It's, and, uh, and and we just want people to know that. Yeah, and it's and this with I think bands too, people sometimes forget to acknowledge or fans at least that it's not always who's the perhaps the best player or the best singer that's in the band within the band. It's often who gets along with the other band members, who's somebody that you want to be hanging out on the bus with and spending days off with. It's not like, oh, you're a phenomenal player, but when the show's done, it's like, I just can't stand being around you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when it, when, it, when, uh, when things get physical between brothers and this and that, it's just, it's not a, it's not a good thing. So, um, yeah, uh, it, there has to be, 
a level of chemistry when when there's a when there's a bunch of a group of guys trying to create art and uh and i think we absolutely have that especially you know hearing the new record and and seeing how smooth it is to from the ground up this time uh to work together um it's it's pretty seamless man it's it's, it's an incredible uh group of guys that uh, are all super capable of being solo artists on their own and, and producers on their own and uh, it's a very unique situation that I, I've never been in a, in a band. So that's awesome. Well, I appreciate the insight. Pretty excited yeah. about the new Bad Wolves album. Die about it coming out on November third. Multi formats on vinyl, compact disc, and cassette, and digital. But you know, physical physicals where it's at. But any supporting of the album is always appreciated. DL, I thank you for coming to Different Stages Radio and supporting us. And uh, we will see you in Vancouver on December fifth with Bush and Eve. Man, Ava Under Fire, Bush, Bad Wolves. How exciting is that? Uh, and thank you so much for having me on, JJ. And uh, make sure you get that. I know you'll get your hands on, on the cool, coolest vinyl copy that we have. We got those nice gold ones and stuff. So I'm on it. Please, please if, if, you, if you do come out to that show, please say hi. And uh, any of us in Bad Wolves uh, would love to talk to you again um, anytime you'd want us to come on here. So. I appreciate that. That's very, very courteous of you. Okay, you take care. Thanks, brother.
Hey, what's up, everybody? You're listening to Different Stages Radio, and this is DL from Bad Wolves. Untouchable, unstoppable. They told me there's a fine line between a good time and a flat line, baby. They told you that you're nothing, that you're no good. different flavor there on different stages radio that was eva under fire the track you heard was unstoppable that was um a re-recording uh, from their 2022 album love drugs and misery that did quite well for eva under fire so there's uh recently put out a deluxe edition digital only hopefully there'll be some physical product of of that deluxe edition to follow but they do have vinyl coming soon of love drugs and misery and there's um an original pressing of the disc featuring that track unstoppable but this version is a re-recording with Corey marks fellow canadian gone involved with the band um they're also on the same label better noise music same label as the band before that bad wolves thanks again to dl for doing the interview there a couple weeks ago as well as 
Uh, Eva Marie from Eva Under Fire did an interview. We'll post that. Uh, there'll be the video footage of that on YouTube probably by the time you hear this. And then I will include the audio portion of the interview in next week's episode of Different Stages Radio. So the Bad Wolves track you heard was the title track from their brand new album that came out on November 3rd called Die About It. And they will be, uh, they're currently on tour with Bush and they will be in Vancouver at the Orpheum Theatre on December the 5th. So there you have it. Now I'm going to go over to the band we've I've mentioned earlier in this episode, as well as last week's show. They'll be here December, as in here, as in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Again, if you're new to the show, that's where I'm located. I'm JJ, and this is where Different Stages Radio broadcasts from. And we've been getting some great support by a bunch of local promoters, and in this case, some support from Live Nation and uh, for the Steel Panther double shows happening December 29th and 30th. It's a Friday and Saturday night at the Commodore Ballroom. So I'm going to throw it out right now because we got tickets to both shows. This is exclusive to those that are listening. There are separate contests running on the page, but this is if you're listening. If you've heard this episode, and you can email me, and I have it in my inbox, by the end of day, November 20th, specify which night you'd like tickets to, and I might throw a couple your way. You can email your request to info at differentstagesradio.com. That's regarding Steel Panther, night one or night two. So here we go from their new album, On the Prowl. Here's Steel Panther with 1987. Appetite for destruction Blowing us all away Poison looking so damn good I wondered if I was gay White snake making us bang our hands in the still of the freaking night. Coverdale banging Tony Katain and the world all felt just right. 1987, I never want to leave you. When you told me I was in my prime, what didn't I believe you?
of our minds are pretty soon Dave and Eddie We're getting back together
party, babe. Stars and scars. Oh, this town's got them. Bad news is the tire's flat. The good news is it's only flat on the bottom. Don't love me when me, an incendiary blonde on direct ascent. Five star comfort in a one room kitchenette. Not quite broken, more like Ben.
Welcome back to Different Stages Radio. This just popped in the feed today, so I thought I'd throw it in the show last minute. Wasn't even aware this was happening. Another Frontiers um, experience, Frontiers Records. Jack Russell, Tracy Guns have a thing called Medusa coming out. Put out a new track today, Next in Line. There you go. Now you've heard it. So have I. Not sure what I think. What do you think? Same goes with... Uh, the band I played before that, I'm a big Europe fan. They're probably the number one band on my list that I've never seen. I have not seen Europe, and I must see them. So they are on their uh, 40th anniversary tour right now. I'm hoping that sometime in uh, 2024 that they will throw in some North American dates. I will travel. I need to see Europe. Was so close a couple times. But um, yeah, this new single that they put out just kind of for the tour called Hold Your Head Up, It's uh, I find it's a bit whatever, but I'm still hopeful for, um, there's supposed to be another new Europe album in the works, which I'm sure there is. 
And if you haven't been following Europe for the past 20 years, pretty much, like since they came back with the final countdown lineup for the Start From The Dark album, the last like six albums they put out, five albums, um, just remarkable. War of Kings, really good. Last Look at Eden, really good. There's some really good stuff out there. So check out the last number of Europe albums if you haven't. They're all extremely good. Uh, before that, um, David Lee Roth put out a single that I believe was recorded probably ah, 10, 15 years ago with John Five, High Fashion Girl. You heard it on different stages radio. And before that, started the set off with Steel Panther from their most recent album, On the Prowl, you heard 1987, which was a very fine year, 1987. And if you didn't hear my bit before that Steel Panther song, if you send me an email to info at differentstagesradio.com by November 20th, and you could win yourself a pair of Steel Panther tickets to the Vancouver show, either on December 29th or December 30th at the Commodore Ballroom, must be 19 plus to win. You have until the 20th. There's still some other contests. You can go to the contest and giveaways page on differentstagesradio.com to enter otherwise. But this is just an exclusive little giveaway I'm doing for those that are actually listening to the show. Okay, so we made it to the end. We're pretty much at the end. I like to close out with a bit of a different kind of track, and there's this band that's very interesting. Uh, Helga, by the... or. Her name is Helga, Helga Gabriel. The name of the the project or the artist is just going as Helga. Um, there's an album called Wrapped in Mist on Season of Mist coming out on November 24th. And I'm going to play you a track that I'm going to probably pronounce incorrectly, but I'll give it a shot here. Skagen Mumler? Yeah, I'm sure I wrecked that pretty bad. But again, the um, artist is Helga the album is Wrapped in Mist, coming out on Season of Mist on November 24th. So, th- so thanks again for tuning in. Um, next week's show, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get um, some other things in, in order. We'll have that Eva Under Fire interview for you, as well as, oh yeah, Texas King did an interview with them. What am I doing? Got to get that up as well. And um, other interviews in the works. So I thank the various PR companies that have been reaching out, offering interviews. So that's really nice saying, hey, Different Stages Radio, would you like to talk to these bands? And that's very cool to be approached. So thank you for that. And there'll be more uh, interviews down the road. Until next week, until next week, this is Helga. Bye-bye.